Welcome back. What's going on, Ed? Hey, what's going on, man? Oh, you know, uh, just doing the podcast live. That sounds good. That sounds good. Uh, So, first and foremost, thank you to anybody who is listening at this point in time, if anybody. Um, If you're not live, um, thank you for listening to us on the podcast, as always. Um, So, yeah. How's your week been, man? Oh, man, it's been pretty good, I guess. I mean, busy. Was it this past week that Tom Browning actually, as part of our intro, wasn't it the 30th anniversary of The Perfect Game? I believe it was, yeah, but they were giving away a special bobblehead of him. Nope, that's a different time. But no, I think it was, yeah. Um, I think they did like a... I think he was trying to have people come down and hang out with him in Kentucky, if I'm not mistaken. It was something like that, yeah. Um... But they did a special bobblehead for him just recently, and I thought it could have been for that same thing, but I'm not 100% sure. Well, I mean, I think it's time for them to move away from the bobbleheads. And onto the pop dolls! I think so, too. Because um, that's a little cooler at this point in time than bobbleheads. I don't know anybody who's like, man, I need to get the bobbleheads, except all the people who show up to get the bobbleheads. Those people will get the bobbleheads. Every time. I just think everybody who's still getting them wants to sell them. That's pretty much how it goes anymore. Except for me. I like to collect them. So, kind of getting away from the Reds, even though we have them on right now as we're doing the podcast here, um, they are currently winning somehow against the Indians, even though they've been embarrassed um, the last two nights. Um, So that was just a quick live update there. But I wanted to get into the Bengals. Yes, sir. Starting off this week. Um, because That's what I did this week. You went to training camp. Um, at that point, I think training camp was already closed. I think that was just literally a practice. Um, but I went to the preseason game. Yes, how so was that? the two of us, we have actually been... Um, to more games than FC Cincinnati games. Accurate. Yep. Actually. We are horrible at that. Uh, I want to be better. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Uh, I mean, I went to, to the actual preseason game, game one. Uh, I liked what I saw out of our first team. I really liked what I saw out of our first team. Um, I don't know. I mean, they looked good. The only reason that there was even a turnover was a John Ross slip on the new turf. Yeah, I was listening to that as I was cutting the grass. And that's when I thought our whole season was going to shambles. No. That was, I mean, it literally, the interception was actually not Andy Dalton's fault. That's true. Uh, and we might have been up 21 to nothing with our starters coming out had it not been for the John Ross drop. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, they played a good game. Uh, from what I listened to, um, you know, Andy came right after that, that interception. Mm-hmm. Andy came right back out and marched down the field. He did. So, Wasn't I mean. He rattled. And it was a night game dust it off right <laughs> in a Thursday game so weird if it was this Halloween game we would have lost um okay just, we're not good at Halloween that's because good Andy dresses up like bad Andy on Halloween oh <laughs> it's been solved it's been solved the mystery of Andy Dalton um no but uh, uh one of the Bengals beat writers I believe it was um dubbed 
a guy who we talked about last week as a player to watch, Alden Tate. They dubbed him Never Too Late Tate, and he Never had it. Too Late Tate. I think it's a great name. Um, but I'll yeah, he had the uh, the touchdown uh, after he had a, a penalty called against him. Um, he ended up with a, a long touchdown pass from Jeff Driscoll, um, and that set him up for the win. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, just it looked. Well, I mean, they were already in line for the win, but it just all looked good, man. Like, I don't know. I mean, let me ask your thoughts yeah. of the backup quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about him in the preseason game? I mean. The stats don't lie. Let's call it what it is. Matt Barkley, 5-13. Jeff Driscoll, 10-15. Matt Barkley, 64 yards. Jeff Driscoll, 140 yards. Matt Barkley, no touchdowns. Jeff Driscoll, one touchdown. Jeff Driscoll moves around in the pocket very well. Um, he doesn't have a broken thumb, broken hand, whatever it was last year. I think it was a broken thumb. Um, and he only got that broken thumb when he was running with the receivers as a receiver last year because they were trying to get him to make this team um, in whatever capacity they could. Um, obviously, last year we had A.J. McCarron, so our quarterback situation was entirely different. Right. But this year, Matt Barkley doesn't tell me anything about being a good backup quarterback. Like, I saw when we signed him, and I'm like, what the hell are we doing signing Matt Barkley? Um, personally, if it's not Jeff Driscoll, I don't know that we have our quarterback backup situation that we're going to have come week four. It's no, yeah, and I say that because there's going to be some guys cut. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Uh, either I mean, that, or we're not going to carry three. No, no. And if Andy gets injured, I don't know that we aren't calling our new favorite buddies in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills, trying <laughs> to get AJ McCarron back. To be quite honest with hey, you, hey, how you guys doing? Um, some people are talking about us trying to make a move for Teddy Bridgewater, um, which I wouldn't be terribly upset about. Uh, if the Ravens cut RG three, that's another name that's been mentioned coming here. Um, in any case, I don't know that any of those guys are better than what we have right now. And Jeff, Drisch, Jeff Driscoll, to be completely honest with you, um, they're just names that people know more than Jeff Driscoll. So I'm going to give you my impression from camp on Monday. Okay. They can't throw. The backups? Yeah. Okay. So many times John Ross was just blazing his defender. He does that. And then... And he can't catch. He had to come back. He had a. He had to ease up on it because the, the passes are just under thrown. Some people say that about Andy Dalton. But when Andy threw it, he didn't have to. I mean, I'm not a – but, it, you know. But they say for the deep ball, they don't think Andy can throw the deep ball. I think Andy can throw the deep ball. I watched him throw it into that basket. <laughs> and again on Monday. Uh, well, he, he was thrown into the basket on oh, Monday? Yeah, he was thrown into the basket. Deep? Uh, or no, like 20-yard no. lob. It was like 30 yards. All right. Um, any other takeaways you had from camp? Uh, what else do we take away from camp? Um, Preston Brown? Preston was wearing a hoodie. Okay. So it was he blazing actually... hot outside, and he's wearing a hoodie. <laughs> um, good for him. I guess he's trying to make weight. Um, I'll tell you what, the, the, the water boy and the towel boy, he was – everybody's watching. Somebody's always watching. Okay. He was hustling. All right. That was good. Uh, no, but, you know, it was, they looked good at practice. I mean – I, the one thing I did notice is they still had um, Vontez Perfect in to run plays. Well, and he's injured now. You With the that, first right? team. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's in a boot right now. Um, he knocked ankles with somebody else. Um, I don't remember who it was off the top of my head. Um, but, yeah, he's in a boot as of today. Was this today? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he wasn't in a boot yesterday, but it happened in practice yesterday. Hmm. 
Um, so but he he's not playing until week five, and anyway, that was my so thing, right? We, whatever it is, it, they're gonna nurse it along because there's no reason to rush him out there and make anything worse than what it has to be. Exactly. But my point is, I I wanted to see. I mean, he had him playing with the first team, yeah, you know, first team uh, defense. So I, I I feel like you just can't put him in there. Alden Tate was running with the first team offense. Wow. This weekend, that's true. I'm just telling you. I know. I, mean, I just want to. I, dude's making plays. I, I worry that we're going to rely on his veteran, veteranness. Is that is that the word? I don't know. Veteran savvy. Yeah, I worry we're going to we'll rely on that, and then you know, when the regular season comes, just fall flat on our face. As far as perfect goes, it's faller oh. as defense goes. Well, um, sorry about that. My computer wants me to run an <laughs> update, and I will not be doing that. How about no, no computer. Um, no, some other things that I noticed, though, uh, in watching the actual game, um, the, the preseason game, um, these, these young, these young guys look good. Like, they do. I mean, even our linebackers, like, they were all over the field. Yep. Uh, we did have a big, big missed tackle that, um, uh, the Chicago running back ended up taking, like, I don't know, um, like, 69 yards is the long that he had, so that has to have been it. Um, but outside of that, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it was really hard to find as an observer outside of Matt Barkley not being able to make a pass, missing right. eight passes. Um, it was really hard to see anything they were doing wrong. Special teams looked good, although nobody was breaking anything as far as the punt return, kick return. Right. They're all really getting used to this new kick return rule, in my opinion. That's true. Um, you know, not having the wedge anymore. So I don't know. I mean... Everything that I saw was encouraging. And, no, practice was encouraging. It was just, I don't know, that just the, seeing Perfect out there and, and knowing in my head that we're not going to have him for the first three games of the season, I just felt like you had to, you had to go with your backups and say, you know, we got to do what's best here. But, uh, no, they all looked good. Um, tried to chase down Preston after after practice to get an autograph, and he ran off. No, he wasn't. Why you were chasing him. I was gonna have him sign my ball, and then, <laughs> and then have him sign. Greg is weak. We're soft. Weak socks. Something cool like that. So, so up. Uh, my way, too, my way too early, and I want to kind of do this every week through the preseason. Um, my fifty-three man. Oh yeah, go if for it. Was it. me. Um, like you said, two quarterbacks. I'm keeping Dalton and Driscoll. Running backs. So, go ahead. Real quick though, mm-hmm. I do think there's a possibility. That RG3 gets cut and we pick him up. We already talked about it. That was a name I brought up. I know, but you're already putting him on your... Well, I mean, if if this is the squad that we have and we have to whittle it down before we make any moves, I'm not oh, going to make okay. theoretical Fair moves. enough. You're talking about... Okay. Yeah. All right. Make I'm, three I'm jumping ahead. Moves. I'm jumping ahead. Um, running backs. Um, obviously, you got Mixon at starter. Geo is the backup. Mark Walton, our fourth-round pick, I think it was. Um, and I think uh, Trey Carson makes his team. Um Trey Carson showed a lot of promise last year in the preseason before he got injured. So um, I'm, I'm taking him as my fourth running back. Uh, as far as wideouts go, obviously you got A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, John Ross. After that, uh, you can kind of throw the dice at some different people. Josh Malone had a great game in uh, the preseason. Uh, Alton Tate, I can't gush enough about him, clearly. Um, and the sixth receiver... It's got to be Alex Erickson. And oh, okay. it pains me to say that because Cody Core, I have I've right. loved Cody Core. I have loved Cody Core, and he's a great guy on special teams. 
unless you have somebody else who shows a flash like Alex Erickson did in the preseason a couple years ago when he right. won this, basically, the returner job, um, you can't go against the guy, yep. unfortunately. Um, and that's going to be at Cody Core's expense. Um, as far as tight ends go, Tyler Eifert, Tyler Croft, CJ Uzama, easy peasy. Um, there's a couple other guys there that, you know, maybe Seaton Carter because they're putting him with Ryan Hewitt um, neck and neck that maybe he makes the team over uh, Eifert's mullet game was on point they keep talking about that mullet he cannot get rid of that it's gross I just really want him to mullet over <sighs> I think that was a terrible joke who was it um, offensive line I don't know if anybody cares about offensive line it's not the flashy sexy picks Cordy Glenn Jake Fisher, Cedric Wahey, Bobby Hart. What are you um, talking about? We we definitely care about the offensive line this year because we want Andy to actually have time it's to throw the ball It's got to be better than last year, but it's exactly. just not the big sexy names. You know well, I mean? that's true. Um, and then Billy Price, um, Clint Bowling, Trey Hopkins, Christian Westerman, Alex Redmond. That's, that's my nine. Um, and that's, you know, a lot of people are picking those nine. Um, you can make a case for TJ Johnson um, as the backup center. If Trey Hopkins isn't able to do anything with the backup center, but um, right now they got Trey kind of slated in as a, a emergency backup role, um, and if something were to happen to Billy, then I think we might actually try and make a move for another center as opposed to running either T.J. Johnson or Trey Hopkins out yes. there. Um, defense, I'm available. <laughs> Carlos Dunlap, Jordan Willis, Michael Johnson, Sam Hubbard, Carl Lawson. The defensive ends, it's pretty much set. Everybody likes them. Um, it's almost everybody's picking all these guys that's running these types of mocks out there. As far as defensive tackles go, Geno Atkins, Chris Baker, Andrew Billings, and Ryan Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have us keeping Andrew Brown on. I don't know if I'm keeping Andrew Brown or not. Um, some people have us keeping Josh Tuopu. Um, I'm not keeping him either, but that's just that's mine. Um Linebackers, Preston Brown, Nick Vigil, Vinny Ray, um, Malik Jefferson, Jordan Evans. I want to keep Hardy Nickerson. Um, and I think I actually go with a seventh linebacker as opposed to the extra lineman. Um, and I liked what I saw out of Brandon Bell. Um, he had an interception. Um, just one of those guys is kind of on the cusp there. Um, and then once Vontez comes back, you know, obviously things are going to get shook up a little bit anyway. Um, defensive backs, you know, you got George Iloka, Sean Williams, Jesse Bates the third, Clayton Fedulum, Fedulum. I, I never Fedulum. It's 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 a tough one. I there's think it's so, Fedulum. There's so many letters. My boy Dave says Fedulum. Um, Brandon Dave Wilson. Lapa. I really like Brandon Wilson. That dude can play. Actually, he can play running back. He did in college at Houston. Um, he can play safety. I think he can play corner even. Um, and then you got William Jackson, uh, Drake Kirkpatrick, Darquez Denard, Kavari Russell. I'm keeping Darius Phillips, our fifth-round pick, because he can be a returner, and I'm not sure he doesn't end up winning that job at some point in time anyway. That's true. Um, and then special teams, of course. Um, you know, nothing's changing there with Randy Bullock, Kevin Huber, Clark Harris. So there's my 53. Debate it if you want. but I don't... No, I don't see anything against it. Like I said, the and that's pretty much consensus as far as everything that I've read from right. anybody on any of the websites talking about the Bengals. 
Um, yeah, nobody you said really popped out to me as like, uh, what are you thinking? But uh, there's not a whole lot of battles this year as far no. as for the roster. Right. Now, when you're talking about rotational or who's getting more snaps, all of that, I think that's where you'll see some of the battles. There was a super short wide receiver out there, and I can't remember his name now. Kermit? Is that? I think that might be it. Kermit? He was small. Washington or something like that? Kermit something. He was small. But nothing wrong with the small guy in the slot. I feel like there's a joke. Huh. There was, <laughs> there was not trying to be a joke in there. <laughs> not at all. Kermit Whitfield, that's his name. Not at all. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm encouraged by everything that I'm seeing right now out of these Cincinnati Bengals. I think that the coaching staff, I, don't, I just feel like they looked more poised than they did last year. Um, and I think that the coaching staff is going to have a lot to do with that. I'm still interested to see the effects that, um, you know, Pollock can yeah. have on this offensive line. Um, I think come maybe mid-season, come maybe somewhere around like game four, game six, game eight, um, we'll really see – what effects the new quarterback coach from Green Bay has had on Andy yes. Dalton. Um, I think we'll see immediate effects from the defensive coordinator. And I, I think we'll see immediate effects of, whether good or bad, of uh, Laser having the offense from the jump uh, this year as opposed to last year taking over after we fired our offense. Okay, yeah. Um, so I don't know. There's still a lot of moves that we made there, and it's going to be really interesting, in my opinion, to see what this team has, especially with... Um, I don't know that anybody's standing out right now in our division. It doesn't feel like it. I mean, no, it doesn't feel like it. I mean, obviously, I there's, a lot of hype. there's a lot of hype around the Cleveland Browns right now with I'm hard knocks and some of that. Um, and then, Baker Mayfield. And then um, Dez uh, is supposed to meet with them this week. I know. Um, and then you got Lamar Jackson and whatever's going on with the, the quarterback carousel in Baltimore. Um Big Ben, he has a concussion in Pittsburgh. They still don't have Le'Veon Bell under contract. Um, I mean, and he pulled this last year as well with yes. the franchise tag and all that. But I don't know. I mean, nobody's really popping off, like I said. Um, Did you see the uh, fan show up at the Steelers practice? <laughs> full gear, Palomalo jersey on. But he, he didn't have the wig AD. on. Like, if you're going to show up in full Palomalo gear and try and pretend that you're Palomalo with your Sharpie-made T-shirt jersey or whatever he did, like... They, they should let him run. They should let him run. <laughs> it would make it for good social media. Or security story. should have tackled him. The security looked like a sixteen-year-old. I didn't, from what I saw. Antonio Brown's like, yeah, have him check me. They should have, <laughs> right? In the, in the in wrestling, if you jump into the ring, you're gonna get slammed. If you're gonna jump into the field, you're gonna get burned. Remember that time Donald Trump got slammed? Yes. Remember that time Pete Rose got slammed? Yes. No, he got tombstoned or he something, did get didn't tombstoned. he? Those are the good old days. Anyway. I miss that stuff. Hey, you know who's a really nice guy? Carlos Dunlap. Oh, did you get to meet him? Yeah, he got his autograph. Oh, did you? Yeah, him and uh, Kevin Huber. Did you tell them we had a podcast? No, they would not listen to me. That sounds Well, bad. Kevin probably would have, but Dunlap, there's people surrounding him. I don't know. You know how that works, but all right. So that's all we got on the Bengals today. You know who's not nice? Who's not nice? Well, okay, I'm not going to say that, but I, I, I got indifferent feelings with him right now. Andy Dalton. All right. Well, he is nice. Ask the people of Buffalo who he is donating like a park to. But he because didn't he sign my football. Who cares? I waited around. All right. 
Anyway. I said congratulations don't on the forget. third child. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Pardon the Punctuation. On Twitter, at PTP Podcast Cincy. On Instagram, Pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. You can call us. We are live. Did you actually activate the phone line tonight? Yeah, I did that tonight. All right, good. Yeah. Uh, we are live, 513-818-2077. You can call us with your questions, comments, feedback, hot takes. Uh, you can check us out at our new website, www.pardonthepunctuation.wix.com forward slash blog. And also this week, uh, we are going to be adding content to the website. Obviously, I still need to do my bio if you've checked out our website. Yeah, you do. Uh, but we want to start adding writers. So if you have something that you think you can contribute to our website, feel free to shoot us an email with uh, you know something that you want to write on um, your idea as well as a sample of your writing. Um, and you can email that to pardonthepunctuation at gmail.com. For example, I'm working on a post about defunct professional sports teams in Cincinnati. Huh. It should be interesting. Wait, I'm on the edge of my seat. As you should be on the edge of your seat. You should write about wrestling. Um, speaking of which, Brian Cox would like to know, is this the wrestling episode? Nah. Okay, well, that's rude. <laughs> I was super soaked about that. Alright, so... Next topic. Cincinnati Reds. Yes, sir. They have been really bad. <laughs> well, and I think they just gave up a home run. I think you're right, actually. And they brought in a uh, relief pitcher, although I've been paying attention to what I'm doing as opposed to watching the game. Me too. But I did turn around and see that home run. So, since our last episode last week, I don't know that we've even won a game. Um, it's been... God, it's been bad. We've been... Beat by the Cleveland Indians. I lied. We did win a game. Um, we beat the Diamondbacks. Won the series, actually. Oh yeah. Um, two to one, and then the Indians have decimated us. Um, Ten runs to three in the first game. Eight runs to one in the second game. And right now we're losing four to three. Um, I believe that we, uh, if we lose this game, we lose the Ohio Cup. In the words of Marty Brenneman, how are we looking? It's real bad. Um, Supposed to respond with not good, but that, that's fine. I'm, I'm, it's real bad. It's real bad. Um, Did we know. put a position player in the other day? We put a position player as pitcher, yes. Yes, because that's what I meant to say. Sorry. Was, uh, Mondays, did he, Mondays did he throw a sinker and strike a guy out? He, it, it, went, he, he went scoreless. Brandon Dixon went yeah. scoreless. Um, and... They were talking about how good he looked pitching, actually. He threw a sinker, and the, and the batter lost his bat. Struck out Jose it. Ramirez, which yeah. is a really good strikeout because that dude is arguably MVP of at least the Indians' season, um, if not Lindor. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we also put uh, um, what's our relief? Michael Lorenzen in right field. Him and Dixon switched places. Oh, wow. Um, they wanted that. to see because they want to get his bat in the lineup potentially. Um, so I like that Riggleman's making some moves that make you scratch your head, make you wonder, huh? Like maybe he's onto something here, right? But I feel like we're about a month too late on making some of these moves. Well, one of those moves that makes you scratch your head should be 
cutting Homer Bailey. We, we want to, but we don't. Uh, it's you owe him a lot of money, but every time he's on the mound, you lose really bad. So just send him down to AAA. For what? Well, I don't know. For bring Corky back up. He doesn't even play anymore. He played a couple weeks ago. For a retired team. He played for the Bats. No, he played at the Bats Stadium. Oh, gotcha. He's retired. I missed that story. Yeah, they're all. I just like, saw a tweet. It was like alum that oh. were playing. Well, that would be cool to see. Actually, you know, go down to Louisville. It's a pretty cool city. Oh yeah, we're losing four to three. Yep, yep. So, I don't know. I mean, <sighs> there's not much to talk about him. <laughs> there's not. Uh, I, I saw on Twitter. I, I actually was, I got trapped in the uh, the whole of reading comments. It happens. I hate, I hate when I do that. It was I, on Twitter or Facebook. I don't remember. And of course, it was Lance McAllister, who you love. I, uh, yeah. Um, who was asking? Um, they have similar statistics, but who would you rather have, Tucker Barnhart or Billy Hamilton? Oh, because um, they have similar statistics this season. That's why. not fair. Why? Because Billy plays in the outfield and Tucker's a catcher, which is what most of the argument was for, actually. Yeah, because I mean, you got to rely on Tucker's glove behind the plate. Well, so I know what my choice is. What's your choice? Tucker. Okay, I agree. Yeah. Why Tucker? I don't know. My gut tells me Tucker. So here's the argument from both sides. Okay. Tucker, it's much harder to find a catcher that can hit the ball. Yeah, there's not a lot of Mike Piazzas out there. There you go. Don't even get me started on that guy. Okay, sorry. Um, I think he's a chotch, but... Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I mean, it's like I said, it's a lot harder to find a catcher that can hit the ball than it is an outfielder who's fast um but nobody has billy hamilton's speed and when billy hamilton plays we average something like almost a run more than when he doesn't play and i don't know how far back that stat goes Hmm. um if that's maybe just while he's been here right um but yeah he because he creates havoc um he's really good in the outfield he's defensively i think he might win a gold glove this year if they disregard the fact that what you do at the plate has nothing to do with what you do in the field, which the voters can't seem to figure out, but that's true. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's I'm we're we're literally grasping at straws here to find something. To talk yeah, about I mean, it's reds. not going to happen. But what kind of hope do you have for next year right now? I, hmm. I guess we can just hope for a. Uh, a new manager because <laughs> should have seen that coming I, what, what do you want me to do I you, mean you do not like R- Riggleman I um, mean I didn't say I don't like Riggleman but I'm so tired of letting a manager go the interim manager being so good and then just saying okay yeah let's settle with this when we could just go out there and see who's actually out there I kind of wish all of you could see how much he's flailing his arms he's yeah my arms are like this right now. plus I got a bug bite on my ankle <laughs> he's the incredible flailing inflatable arm man it, yeah, well, you know how um, No, uh, Riggleman did have a chat with the team um, Tuesday night. After I heard. Loss. 
And, you know, I mean, in three straight games, we were outscored 27 to 6, which is outrageous. But I don't know. I mean, everybody knows, like, what his track record is. It's, I don't even know that it's above 500 as a manager. If it is, it's not by much. Um, I'd have to I'm not talking about just the Reds. I mean, right. just his career. Right, his career. Um, <laughs> I think you have to look. I think so, too. Absolutely. I, and, and I'm not going to jump towards the Barry Larkin. I'm, I'm not going to do that. That's good, because you don't bring him here to fail. Well, that's true, too. I, I just think we need to see who else is out there. We don't just settle with, hey, this guy's been good. The one thing I like about Riggleman, A, he has a short leash. He doesn't leave a pitcher in there to try and win a game or something when he's clearly starting to struggle. Right. Um, where Brian Price would leave a guy in a little too long. Um, and he's got discipline. He's not a player's coach as opposed to, you know, Dusty and Brian Price. I think right. it's a doormat that people walked all over. And I don't think he even had a spy. But um, I don't know. I mean, I think you got to bring in another guy who's stern and isn't afraid to tell somebody no. Um, That's what I'm hoping for. up with a situation where you have a, a player in your office cussing out a member of the media. <laughs> a Dusty Baker, Brian Phillips. Brandon Phillips. So, anyway, poor guy. You got anything else on the Reds? No. Yeah, that's about how I feel. We do have a question on live. Uh, Bill, he wants to know what round you would draft Andy Dalton in fantasy football. I think it depends on what kind of league you have. If it's a keeper league, if it's not a keeper league, let's um, say it's not a keeper league. Also depends on if it's a quarterback heavy league. Is touchdowns worth four? Is it worth six? Uh, and is it a PPR league? It's not PPR. Is it a league that you're in? Uh, it's a league that we might be in at work, yes, if I can get it up and running. Um, well, tell Bill that he should draft Andy Dalton in the first round because if I tell him that, you'll think you should draft Andy Dalton in the first round. No, I usually... And then everyone wins. You usually have a terrible draft as well. I usually, usually draft have. Andy Dalton just to make Bill mad. <laughs> that's my goal. So one year... <laughs> Uh, one of the guys that's in our league um, was part of the Andy Dalton Foundation. Um, I don't, I don't know what it was, but he had um, Andy write a note to Bill that said, "Bill, Mark gets to draft me in the first round." I think and I then saw. Did you it. post that? Note? Yeah. Guess who? Guess who that. drafted him? You. Yep. I betrayed him. Oh, that's me. Thank you for the question, Bill. And I don't know if we thank Brian for the question earlier either. Thank you, Brian. It's not the, the pro wrestling episode will happen. Maybe he can host with you. He did come in last year to work as uh, Ric Flair for Halloween. Who wants to walk with Elias? <laughs> That's for you, Brandon. Brian. And Brian. All right. I got a friend named Brandon who loves. Yeah. So. All right. He'll do the episode. Hey. Nick Lachey's on TV. He is. He's at the he game. is enthroned in this game. He is on his phone is what he is. He is tweeting. Wondering why the hell he's at that game. I wonder what he tweeted. I'm going to look it up. I just told you. It might be what he said. All right. FC. Cincinnati. So, I think, was it your brother, Bill, who tweeted us this, this week? That FCC has not lost a game since... May? May. Yeah. Um, they won on Sunday 
against Penn FC, one to nothing. Emmanuel Ledesma, the guy who scores pretty much all of our goals, I feel like. He's a machine. Um, I think he won Player of the Month last month as well for the USL. Um, scored in the 80th minute. So they almost let the game get by. Ledesma coming in in the clutch. I'm talking um, about. I looked at the grades um, from the Enquirer that they had on um, our players. Nothing really jumped off of me. Um, obviously, we got the new guys starting to get integrated in. Um, again, I think this is two straight games now that, uh, what's his name, Adi, right? Yes, Adi, A-D-I. Um, I think he came in in the 73rd minute twice now, uh, two games in a row, um, right around that same time frame. Uh, if it wasn't, maybe give or take a minute or two. Um, but, yeah, uh, and even then, he's only getting, like, I mean, he's he's doing things. I believe he had uh, almost had, he had, like, an assist almost. Uh, didn't quite get it. But, um, yeah. What? What are you over there giggling about? Well, so I went to go see what, if Nick was tweeting anything. Yeah. And he hadn't yet, so I tweeted him the phone number to the hotline. <laughs> he's, so he, he's not calling the hotline. I told him he'd have more fun if he Get out of here. called us. If that happens, it'd be so weird. If this phone rings soon, I'm going to You're answering. I have to. I don't even know how to fill that air. I have to answer it. It's on the computer. Uh, but FC, uh, I mean, they're going to win the USL this year. That's what everybody's saying. Um, I mean, we are the odds-on favorite at this point. Right. Um, 48 points. We're up five points on the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Uh, we're still a, a match. We've, we've played one more match than they have. Um, 14 wins to their 12. Um, we still have 43 goals to their 28. Um, again, I, I think we talked about this last week, but uh, the New York Red Bulls, only team above us right now in goals scored. Uh, they're at 52, so they're still scoring a ton of goals. But they're also in fifth place because they're giving up a lot of goals. They've given up 42 goals. We've only given up 23. Um, everybody's hyped about it. They're playing really well. Momentum's in their favor. I don't know. There's still a lot of great things going on with, with this club. Exactly. And uh, the Milford had a meeting last night. I think mm-hmm. it was last night. And uh, I was afraid that... That was going to get overturned? Well, I was afraid, you know, my Claremont County people were going to, like, go up in arms about this. But they were all super supportive. At least what, what I saw in the news. They all seemed super supportive. So this thing's probably going to happen. And they said when they do vote on it and accept it... Um, they should have it up and running by, I think they said fall of 2019. So in about a year. Can't wait. I can't wait either. I don't know. I'm just excited to see what this brings to the city with this, you know, with, with MLS and, right. and what all this means. Especially if things go the way that Columbus is potentially going. The city of Austin, I believe, just had a vote. And they made it so... Potentially, they could have a team. Yeah, it's it, that's a sticky situation. I was talking to a guy at work about it. He had some pretty good info on it, and uh, that was yesterday. So if I try to remember everything he said, I'm not going to be able to. But it's a real sticky situation where basically this this vote is going to determine if they can go or not. Otherwise, they're kind of stuck. So Columbus or Austin? Columbus. The crew. Yeah, the crew. I don't know. I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of talk about a potential hell is real rivalry. I mean, that'd be so sweet. Um, you know, just hopping on 71 and seeing all those 
the devil will get you for lying signs. We, we passed it up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see how that all shakes down. It'll shake out good. Uh, so, moving on to UC, because we missed it last week. Um, <laughs> yeah, we did. UC football. Um, there's some big things going on with UC football right now. Uh, they did have their first scrimmage. Um, it was an inter-team scrimmage this week. And they didn't actually release all the stats, which I found to be strange. It could be a move. Um, kind of. Strategic, I guess. Um, but the uh, our starting running back, um, Dokes. Yes. He was out. He's injured. And the backup, who Coach Fickle likes to call 1A, Michael Warren II, um, he rushed for over 100 yards. It's not bad. That's, is, is Either that he's a, a good running back or defense isn't that good. There could be that as well. Let's let's hope for the first one. Um, he's a sophomore, though, Michael Warren II. And uh, I don't know. I mean, he did have a run of 40-plus yards and another of 30-plus yards. He was also Ohio Mr. Football when he was in high school. So that always there, helps. Maybe there's something to be said for that. Um, well, then, I mean, we might be getting ahead of ourselves here, but this is finally Fickle's team. Like, right? These are the guys that he recruited last year that we all got so excited about. Well, and this class, the 2018 class, was ranked by several outlets One as the, top, the, yeah. the best of the AAC. Yeah. Um, but I think the rankings are still sleeping on us. I think they had us at three or four in preseason the conference? rankings. Yeah, um, in our our half of the conference, yes. Yeah, which is really bad. Um, a lot of people have us going back to four and eight again for the third straight year. I don't see that. Um, Fickle wants. Fickle said his expectations are double this year. Uh, we are bringing back. Uh, we're the only team in the AAC bringing back our. All three of our leading rusher in Jared Dokes, leading passer in Hayden Moore, and our leading receiver. Um, but yeah, we're the only team bringing back all three of those guys. But we still haven't announced her quarterback's going to be, have we? It is, yeah, it's Hayden Moore. Did he announce it? Um, I mean, he's the only guy. Oh. Um, I must have missed something. Yeah. Uh, that he's been he's been battling with, and I think he's on a short leash with um, uh, the backup. Man, I'm all over the place here. Uh, Desmond Ritter, is okay. His name. Um, but yeah, he's been they've been battling, yeah, and I think good. I think Hayden Moore is going to be on a short leash there. But yeah, it's it's Hayden Moore's job to lose. Well, what? I don't know. Just at times he has, you know, flashes of greatness, and then well, yeah, his very first game he set a ton of records, over 500 yards, right? Passing. I mean, last year though he looked terrible exactly. most of the season. That's that's exactly. That's what Would have been great. He had a, he had a chance to win the game against Michigan. Yeah, that's true. And you I was there. Yeah, and it was, it was so cool to be in the big house and all that. And actually be competing. That would have been a good one to rub in Bill's face. It would have been a great one to rub in Bill's face. But shoulda, coulda, woulda. Woulda. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, 
I am. The wide receiver was uh, Khalil Lewis. Uh, he's a senior this year. There he is right at the top of the list. I'll just pull it up. Yep. yep. Um, and he had 61 catches, 676 yards, and seven touchdowns just a year ago. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that they're looking at. Um, I know that some of the freshmen, um, true freshmen, coming in um, because it's such a high-ranked class, mm-hmm. um, they're going to get season PT. And they did season PT in the scrimmage, uh, especially some of the tight ends um, that were highly touted from, uh, I think one was from and one was uh, from the South. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see what they got. They got that first game against UCLA, September 1st, Chip Kelly's team. I'm terrified of that game. I hope that if we end up getting humiliated in that game, it doesn't linger for the entire season and just get us down. That happens so many times. What would you say his name was, that tight end? I didn't. Oh, I thought you did. Sorry. Uh, I just didn't remember where they were from. Gotcha. Sorry. Um, I was just—I got the roster pulled up finally. Peter Reynolds, slow night. The freshmen that I was talking about were uh, Leonard Taylor and Josh Wiley, um, number one and number three rated overall players from UC's highly regarded 2018 recruiting class. Josh Wiley's LaSalle and. Uh, and the other one is uh, Springfield. Okay. Springfield. What I just read was all according to Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have season tickets, so obviously I'll be down there sitting in the fourth row in the end zone. Those are good seats, too. The same ones from last year? Yep. Yeah, those are good Technically seats. Technically the Bailey for all you FCC yeah. people, but it's not the Bailey when it's UC. So. I forget what it's called when it's UC. Last year it was called a loss. The Lair. Bearcat Lair. You are correct. Actually. Yes. I forgot about that. Yes. So. I win. Moving on. Do we have any punctuation pardons? Uh, yes, we did. Because, uh, well, I got a voicemail today. Uh, looks like it's a punctuation pardon. Let's go ahead and play it. Hey, boys. It's Brandon. Long-time listener. First-time caller. Full disclosure. I listened to half of last week's podcast last week. And just finished the other half on my drive home. You oh. guys did pretty well. And then you got a little company saying you were too good to be punctuation pardoned. We didn't so here it. you go. Uh, it's Anderson the Spider Silva, not Sylvia or Sylvius, whatever Aaron said, um, which was minuscule. I was more upset by the mispronunciation of Matry's lip. The. Uh, since Echelle Matry, uh, I don't know how the hell you got Kulash there, Ed, but it is Oops. Uh, pronounced Kolsch, which oh. is a German style, and uh, it's, a, it's a favorite of mine. It's a go-to light style in my, uh, in my repertoire. Sounds like um, his phone was breaking up. Actually, or you I got think I had one more before the end of the show, but uh, wanted to call and uh, call you out there. I think it May suffice a koozie, perhaps a, a t-shirt. I would rock the shit out of that t-shirt. Uh, make it a large, perhaps an extra large if it's going to shrink. Uh, Hashtag but I by. digress. Uh, <laughs> y'all keep up the good work and uh, get me in that fancy football league so I can take all your money or pride, whatever you want to play for. <laughs> take it easy. 
So I thought you said goulash last week. I had no idea what you were saying over there. But no, I said kosh. Well, he wasn't done. Oh, oh, he called back. Oh, yeah. Round hey, two. it's Brandon again. I remember what that last part was. Not a punctuation pardon. Just clarifying some things for you. Typically, in a beer description, uh, if they're giving you notes of pineapple, mango, etc., uh, etc., et it's all stuff on the nose. Uh, some some qualities you get from hops typically used in the, the brewing process. If they actually say it is brewed with pineapple or mango or whatever fruit. Uh, then you would actually get more of a uh, fruit flavor profile in the beer. Uh, but a lot of pops, a lot of different varieties of pops, give you different aromatics where you will get some of those tropical, uh, juicy notes uh, on the nose, uh, if you will. So don't ever hesitate to get your uh, beer knowledge ahead of time from me. Cheers, guys. You just... He dropped just the mic on us. that one. Yeah, he schooled us on, on our beer knowledge, or lack thereof. I like dark. I know what tastes good and what doesn't. Yeah. That's it. Um, yeah, friend of the show, Brandon, uh, he... I don't know, he was in my wedding. I mean, one of yeah, my he best was. friends. So. I was there. He was. Yeah. Uh, in any case, thanks for the calls. Thanks for keeping us honest. Um, I'm blaming that on you. That's fine. Yeah. You should have fixed it. So, Splash. rounding third. Alrighty. Who wants to go first today? Alright, I'll go first. Cool. Um, what are your thoughts on... We talked about Columbus Crew a little bit earlier. We did. But I, but I saw a story, um, I think it was on Twitter this mm-hmm. week. Uh, what are your thoughts on Mark Wahlberg possibly purchasing Columbus Crew? And saving them and keeping them in Columbus with his Chevrolet dealership. Is that a thing? Yeah. Well, again, it was on Twitter, so I don't know how real it was. So it has to be true. I saw it a couple times, though. (laughs) So that's wishful thinking is what I think that was. I mean, Mark didn't say anything. Maybe Danielle can find out for us. But I mean, what, what would you think of that? I mean, it'd be interesting. Yeah. It'd keep the hell is real. Rivalry that we were talking about just a few moments ago. That's true. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not opposed to Columbus having a team. You know, I, I don't hate the city of Columbus. Mm. I don't love the city of Columbus. There we go. Um, it makes a rivalry as close as Louisville, which is, there's something to be said for that. Yeah, that's true. Um, it's a quick drive. Mm-hmm. It's a quick drive. Um, closer than Nashville, which I think is the next nearest team, or... Detroit doesn't have a professional team, I don't believe. Not yet. I think they're working on it. They are trying. Yeah. And they're still not there. Yeah. Um, Indy doesn't have one. No, there was... No. So... I saw rumblings about that yesterday, too. You know, I mean, as far as drivable games for people who are really passionate about it... That's true. You can make an afternoon of it and not have to stay. You can come home. That's what we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, whoever ends up buying it, whether it's Marky Mark or not... I would think the Funky Bunch would have to come out in, like, the first game of the season and do, like, a halftime show, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Hmm. Ooh, and they'll probably sell Wahlburgers there at the stadium. That I can get down with. I haven't had one. Okay. But I love a good burger. We could do a show there. I don't think that Okay, well, no advertisements. Danielle loves their tots. They have tater tots? I can't eat those. 
<laughs> keto. We're not talking about it. You just got ketoned. <laughs> that wasn't as good as my mullet over, but that's right. <laughs> so, have you been keeping up with the ATP tournament here in town at all? Uh, no. Are you even remotely excited about the fact that we have an ATP tournament here? It's good for the area. So, I would love to have press passes next year. Oh, work on that. However, this is, I believe, the tournament that most stars, like tennis stars, bail out. Who was just there? Oh, who, uh, one of the Williams sisters is Correct. there. But and in then, the past, they have bailed out. Okay. Um, I did get to see Anna Kornikova play. That was here. a long time ago. It was. Um, I've never been there. Anna Kornikova. I'd like to get to know. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle's going down there tomorrow to um, volunteer help parking cars. Like a valet? No, like this way. Oh, she's going to be way. a traffic control. Basically. <laughs> I mean, I work right next to the damn thing. Oh, all right then. But, um, no, I mean, Danielle and I looked into ticket prices. Are they expensive? Crazy expensive when you get past that opening weekend where it's like the lower seated people that are playing. Right. Um, Like Monday, I think it was like for the cheapest two tickets available were like $130 and it goes up from there per ticket. That's, that's ridiculous. It's tennis. I've seen people get free tickets. Like, I've seen a lot of people get free tickets. I had free tickets the only time I ever went. But I guess it was after, it was the earlier part of the tournament, I guess. I don't know. Um, I got mine from, like, a radio station or something. They had to go into a delay today. Postpone it. Probably. It did it rain. rain. Um, Nadal bounced out, so he heard he about didn't that. play. Um, I think Federer was there, though. I think so, too. I don't know if uh, Djokovic was there or not. Did you want a K? His name starts with D. Yep, he was there. Djokovic. Yes. I was um, reading tweets earlier about it. And then the only other name I know, does Andy Roddick still play? I couldn't tell you, man. I don't know. Clearly, I'm not invested in Melvin games. might know. <laughs> I forgot he is a He's a tennis coach. coach. He went one. Touche. I'm like, what? I don't know. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Um, so, yeah. That's all I got. Well, I'll I'll check it out sometime. Hey, have you seen Last Chance You? And what are your thoughts on it? I've not watched it. You're not. It's on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix, and I've. I guess there's. They're on season three. New episodes on Netflix, or they all. I think they released the whole season at one time. Or is it aired somewhere else and then put on Netflix later? It's a Netflix original, I believe. Okay. But uh. But they aren't releasing like a new episode every week, or I don't think so. They're just like here. I don't know how those things work. And then they're like, here's the winner. I don't think so, because when uh, Full House came out, people were like binge-watching a whole season at one time. Well, that's how most most things work on Netflix, but I don't know if this was different. I think that's how it is. Because it is like a, not a game show, but I mean, it's like a reality show. makes it at the end, right? Well, I, I'm like four episodes into season three. I haven't watched the first two seasons. I just decided to start with season three. Because you probably don't need to watch the first No, because it's different schools, I think, each right. time. But um, and they're not the same players going year to year. They're crazy, man. That coach, he. Okay, so I, was, I never played football for high school. Right? I never high played football s- rules. I never who, nip high. He's nip. from. <laughs> <laughs> He's from uh, uh, Billy Madison. Yeah. yeah. 
turn this bus around. Turn this bus around and ruin your precious. Who ate 73 packed lunches? <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so I, like I said, I never played in a high school sport. I always played rec. But the way this guy's, and of course this is college, but the way this guy is cussing his players out, it's crazy. You should check it out. It's interesting. It's probably the same as Hard Knocks. <laughs> Are you watching Hard Knocks yet? Uh, no, because I don't have HBO. We went oh, over this last time. You last can time. get it for like 10 bucks on HBO Go, HBO Now, whatever it is. I um, it. Do you think this year's Cleveland Browns are for real, though? Because there's already been a player traded for not playing hard enough. There's already been a player arrested for weed. Uh, possession. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's already been several fights uh, yesterday, I believe. Um, coaches and players. Uh, they might be bringing in Des Bryant. I think he came in at least to talk. Um, I don't know if he actually signed at this point. I don't believe so. What do you think? Are, are they for real? I think they possibly could be for real. I mean, like I said, I, I, I really like Baker Mayfield. If Des Bryant comes in, that's just a lethal combo. of. If Josh Gordon comes back and is not rusty since he, to this point, I don't know if he's practiced yet. Um, you also have Jarvis Landry that you added. You also have Antonio Callaway, as long as he stays out of trouble, doesn't get any more weed trouble or anything like that, if he doesn't get suspended, all of that. You also brought in um, a couple of running backs um, in Nick Chubb, the rookie, and then you also brought in uh, Carlos Hyde, uh, the OSU product, who spent the last couple of years in San Francisco. And then, you know, the defense, they've been making drafts and all that. I don't know. I'm interested to see what this team does, to be quite honest with you. Since you mentioned Hard Knocks, can I play my favorite clip from the Bengals' Hard Knocks? Sure. This is a long-ass season. This is a grind. And you can't give up the ball. You can't miss tackles. You can't step out of bounds. You can't have penalties. You can't field punts on the one-yard line. Some of you wonder why you don't play and start. Because you won't tackle on an interception. Because you don't know who to block. So you better make up your mind what you're going to do. It's your football team. Find a way to fix it. Reach down inside and be a fucking pro. Whoops. Oh, yeah, sorry. It'll be all right. So for those of you who say that Marvin Lewis has no emotion... Clearly, he saves it for the locker room. It's the only time we ever see it. Rawr! Only time we ever see it. Go ahead. I'm up. How's Madden 18? So, I got it on Saturday. Um, I played through the storyline. Have you played Madden the last year? No. Last year's or this year's? No. So I'm still on 17. There's a storyline where you get to play as these two college kids who... Or trying to get drafted. And Jason year, Street. Jason Street is on the game. Right. They brought him back. Yeah. He's on the game. So you're again. saying. So Street's back. And um, so I played through all that and the storyline and all that. Um, Can I download the Dylan Panthers on that game? I'm not sure you could make yes. them. These Dylan Lions. Here I come. Um, takes forever. I wish you would. I'm sorry. Drop the ball. Um, 
But <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I started my uh, my my franchise, and and you're the Bengals, of course. Yep. Um, new rosters came out, so Brandon Lafell was already gone. Didn't have to cut him. Uh, my 53 that I announced today are the same 53 on the game. Not the same 53 okay, because the right. rankings are different. <laughs> so I had to go with the rankings. I didn't go chalk, but I I tweaked it to my own. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, there is a. I've been following this dude on Twitter who makes uh, I don't know if it's a dude or like a, a group or a company or what it is, but. Um, OSFM, they make OS. rosters for MLB The Show, and this is their first roster for um, the draft class. Coming okay. In. So um, I recommend them, and I'm going to actually reach out to this dude and see if we can get a, an interview. That would be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. Um, just to have somebody who creates uh, just rosters. rosters. That would be kind of cool. Every year, and has a giant following. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. I'd be down. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how this all goes because you don't get to actually draft the or put the draft class in until week three. Uh, but outside of that, I'll let you know how it goes. Just finish the preseason. Have the start of the actual season. Sounds good. All right. Did you check out the new Nicki Minaj album Queen yet? No. Why would so, I? First off, check out the cover. Wow. Um. Also, in the song Barbie Dreams, she goes in on everyone. She goes in on 50 Cent. What? She goes in on Young Thug. She goes in on Drake. She goes in on DJ Khaled, Fetty Wap, Meek Mill, Eminem, Lil Uzi Vert, Designer, YG, Odell Beckham Jr. What did what, he do wrong besides, you know... Takashi 69 That guy, that's not... Oh, I mean, that guy's in... That guy's weird. Yeah. He, he and 50 Cent actually just got shot at while filming a music video. Like Together? Either today or yesterday. How come I didn't see that come across TMZ? Be better, Ed. What was the name of the song? I don't know what the name of that song was. Oh. But um, the name of the song by Nicki Minaj was Barbie Dreams. That's what I meant. That's what I, I thought you meant the song that oh, they, they were shooting a music video for. Because I don't know the answer to that. Nicki Minaj, Barbie Dreams. It, it's explained. Yeah, and she even made a explicit verse for Stephen Colbert the other night. Why would she do that? She was on. Looks show. like this. Oh, that's not it. That's a commercial. Did you want to hear it? I have it on my phone. Why does my computer want me to do all these updates? Um, I don't know, Ed. Sorry. No, I'm good. I don't need to hear it. All right. It's probably not appropriate anyway. Yeah, that's probably true. All right. So, yeah, it's actually a decent album. I'll check it um, out. She does do a song with Eminem, even though she calls him out on her diss track. Oh, by the way, this whole diss track, if you want to call it that, some people are saying it's not a diss track and she's just kidding around, whatever. Um, I'm upset. It's a B.I.G. beat that she does the whole thing on that she's already had beef with Lil' Kim in the past. Oh, jeez. And... Lil' Kim not made happy a song about it. to this same beat in the past. So she recycled the beat basically to tell Lil' Kim she's better. I could never be in the rap game. It's a lot of fun. Have you heard the Eminem uh, to um, the Cranberries song Zombie? 
Yeah, it's not new. Okay, well, I just heard it the other day. Of course you did. All right, I'm up. Mm -hmm. Kings Island is rumored to be re rebirthing a roller coaster um, in the park. What was your? What is your favorite Kings Island ride? What is rebirthing? A I have no clue. They're going to take it and redo it? <sighs> Something like that. Like, are they going to bring back the King Cobra? Well, so some people are saying, like, they might bring back the Backward Racer. But then there's a it's guy... It's gone? Who, well, the racer's still there, but they both... You know how they race Why each other. Why did they change it from backwards to frontwards? I don't know. Something about whiplash or something. I, I mean, it's a rickety-ass ride. That's what happens when you have a wooden roller coaster. Right. Well, what it's wooden historic. roller coaster is... Okay. Well, anyways, so <laughs> then other people are saying that they're bringing back the Son of Beast. They should not. Right. And then a guy at work who's a huge, huge roller coaster fan says that they're putting a, they could be putting a top over on the track. So like right now, the, the cars run on a, mm -hmm. on a wooden track. They'll be putting like a, almost like a hat on the wooden track to make it metal, which would, I guess, give it more speed. So you'd be taking like the beast, for instance, and putting it on an overhead track instead of a track below you. No, it, it literally just rests on top of the wooden track. So it'd be the same track. Just it's just smoother metal, uh, maybe smoother. I don't know. So what's my favorite one? Yeah, what's your favorite one? And it doesn't even have to be a current one. It could be one that took there. away. Um, like I'll give you an example for mine: the monorail. That's. I said ride. Uh, what was your favorite Kings Island ride? Yeah, I said ride. I didn't know people rode that. Dude, it was went through a animal safari. Oh, the animal safari one? Yeah. I forgot about that. That one was sweet. Oh, man. I totally forgot about that. We were like 10. We were kids. Yeah. Children. That and was before can... I started riding roller coasters. Same here. I did hyperventilate on the Adventure Express when I was 13. True story. I don't like to talk about it. <laughs> Don't enter. Um, and then the first roller coaster I ever rode was um, after the Adventure Express. Was, um, was the racer with Paul sitting next to me as I was singing Gone Till November because that was apparently my happy place. I don't know. I was like, that's weird. I don't know. That's weird. Um, favorite ride? Let's say Diamondback's pretty good. Never wrote it. Um, that one's pretty good. Um, if it wasn't that, maybe... I missed the dolphin show. <laughs> you remember the dolphin show? I remember the dolphin show. I forgot about the dolphin show. But Smurf. the Smurfs. Is a, the Smurfs is a dope-ass ride. That was the only... Yeah, that was the best ride there. That was a good one. Phantom Theater is still a good ride, but it's, it's not... It's not a Phantom Theater anymore. What is it now? It's Scooby-Doo's uh, Ghost Hunt. I quit. You get to choose lasers. I'm done with this question. Okay. You ruined, ruined all my childhood. Sorry. We always went to the shows. So, so did we. Because I wouldn't ride any rides. Same. Because I was scared. So I was a kid. All this right. isn't Stricker's Grove. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts on the bird scooters? I haven't been able to ride it yet. Yeah, us either. So we go down on Sunday downtown, had brunch at Taste of Belgium. Okay. And we wanted to go up to Finley Market. So you're going to take a bird. 
We were going to take a bird scooter. Downloaded the app before we got downtown and everything. Yeah. Used the Wi-Fi to download. You know, Dollar to ride, 15 yeah. cents per minute. Correct. So we get done with breakfast, and we spy several scooters down the way. So we go walk down to them, and they are down. The batteries? Um, no, it wasn't batteries. They were reported damaged. Oh. So those were the first two that we saw. So then we continue walking towards Finley Market. Okay. We come across, guess how many more Five. scooters? Keep going. Six. Keep going. Twelve. Uh, Twelve total. Oh. That's how many we found. And, and all of them were either reported damaged or dead batteries. So people are just beating those things. I don't know. They didn't look damaged. Huh. So I look into this a little bit more. In L.A., well, first off, on Instagram, there's somebody that, somebody called um, Bird, what is it, Bird Graveyard, I believe, where they post, they post videos and pictures of bird scooters that are being destroyed. Why is that a page? People are throwing them into the ocean. People are setting them on fire. And they've had a pile as high as 10 feet of bird scooters. Yeah, your face says it all. Why are they doing this? Because they hate them. Because people are driving them through traffic. People are getting hit by them. People are hitting other cars. That dude just slammed it. They hate them. And then he pushes his cart off. And the cops aren't doing anything. And these are valued at roughly $1,000 per. This is a great way of getting around downtown. Everyone hates them. I just thought it was hilarious. That was... There's a cop carrying one off. (laughs) What's he doing with that thing? He doesn't want it. There's another brand in... Lime. Yeah, Lime. In Columbus. Because Casey Neistat just did a review on him. Like, oh, there's one on fire. I told you they were they were setting them on fire. Oh, and then they're goodness. they're in the ocean. That Pepsi truck just took by one of them. That's crazy, man. I'm gonna, I have to get down there and ride one. Whoa, what he threw that's a stack of them thrown away in a trash can. Ten feet high, I told you. I'm gonna have to give this a shot. Yeah, it, good luck finding one. I'll find one. I found plenty. All right, my last question. Okay. Who was your favorite WWF, WCW, ECW, or ECW wrestler growing up? Well, now it's WWE. Well, right, but back in the day. What if it's a current one, I said growing up. What if it's a current one, I said growing up. Uh, Growing up, The Rock. Easy. Really? It was. I mean, I like Stone Cold, but it was always The Rock. I don't know. What was yours? Gangrel? Who? The vampire. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was a big fan of Val Venus. Hello, ladies. <laughs> I was a big fan of Razor Ramon. Yeah. I was a big fan of Mankind. Hollywood Hulk. Yeah. A little bit. And but the Wolfpack. But Sting. You, you remember back in the day, you were either a WWF fan or a WCW fan? Yeah, you couldn't watch both because right. they, they were aired at the same time, correct? Exactly. Well, I think WCW came out like an hour early, but okay. pretty much the rest of it was on during WWF. Well, and that was back during the Raw. Yeah, exactly. Like, 
Bra's atti- War. Attitude Days. Like, yeah. that was... Yeah, I'd go back to that stuff. that stuff. There's a page on Instagram called Rassle. Oh. And every once in a while they post some old videos from back in the day. You know who was an underrated wrestler as far as, like, the comedic value? Doink the Clown? Takeshi. Or Takeshi. Oh, yeah. Was it Takeshi or Rakishi? Rakishi. Rakishi. Yeah, no, you said it's Rakishi. He did the, the Hawaiian. The butt thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. The butt smash or whatever they call also, it. Also, Degeneration X was always hilarious. They were my, one of my favorites. You can't have all of them be favorites. Oh, you didn't know? Yo, better tell somebody. Call somebody. Whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, D-Generation X proudly brings you his tag team champions in the world. Yeah. The Road Dog, Jesse James, <laughs> the Badass Billy Gun, the New Age Outlaws. Clearly, all right, I wanted to at least give you your film wrestling. We're not actually doing a full episode. Ever. And if you're eight down with that. All right. All right. So, my last question. Here's my keeper, Zed, in a keeper league. Uh-oh. Carson Wentz, ninth round, keeping him. Everybody is. Alex Collins, fifteenth round, keeping him. He's the running back for the Ravens. I can tell you. Who do you think I should keep as my third keeper? Feel free. Third keeper. Feel free. Anybody who's listening, if anybody's listening on the Facebook Live. Um, Dede Westbrook, fifteenth round. Marquise Goodwin, fifteenth round. Jacksonville's defense, fifteenth round. Jake Elliott, fifteenth round. Greg Olson, fifteenth round. Hmm. Is anybody actually listening? Yeah, they are. Nobody's responding though. All right. But uh, I don't know who would I keep. Who's my keeper? Oh, replay. Who would be my keeper? Probably Kevin Huber. No, he's accurate. I wanted you to give me one of the ones that I'm contemplating. Oh, you didn't tell me that. I started thinking. That's in my why head. I said, "Who do I oh, keep okay. as my third keeper?" Run through it again. D.D. Westbrook, fifteenth round. Marquise Goodwin, fifteenth round. Jacksonville's defense, fifteenth round. Jake Elliott, fifteenth round. Greg Olson, fifteenth round. Ooh, Jake Elliott. That's who. Ooh, that's keep good. a kicker. It, kickers are key. Right, I'm just asking. I used to give kickers points. This is why everyone should want Ed in there. One league. Football league. One league, we gave coaches points. That's all I got. Um, actually. All we got. Will you throw that on a poll? If I send you um, yes. who to put out there and see what people think. And who's, I who's can't, your Aaron keep? I can't view the poll right now, but last time I checked, a lot of people interested in the league. All right. Very good. So. Do you actually have the... Bum of the week? Yeah, bum I of the do. week. Get it ready? Like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum! You are a bum! You're a bum! And that's all you'll ever be! A bum! Well, that hurts, man. I love that last part. I love that lady. That's all you'll ever be! You're a bum! <laughs> and then I just man. picture Anthony Rizzo looking at her like, What? What did I do to you, old lady? That hurts, man. So. Alright, so my bum... I'm going to mess this guy's name up. Your bum. <laughs> Yasiel Puig. Yasiel Puig. Yeah. So him and Nick Hundley got in a fight last night. Go on. Why do you punch a catcher with a full mask on? The same reason football players get into fights and punch each other with helmets on? Okay. But whatever. <laughs> like he punched with a mask on. First of all, he punches him and then he runs away. 
He punches him with a mask on, sees a bunch of other players coming his way, and he just backs off. Okay. Oh, I'm done. I'm done. Hurt my hand. I'm done. So he's a bum. All right. If you're going to take the mask off and then pop, 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 pop. Dear fist. Pop off. You're next. All I right. thought that was a good one, man. So, Big Ben has a concussion right now. What else is new? Correct. It's probably still residual from when he drove a motorcycle into a brick wall. Yeah, you're speeding. Didn't do that. Um, you had Corey Coleman, who wasn't playing hard enough for the Browns, who got traded to the Bills. Right. You had Antonio Callaway who got busted on possession, and the Browns decided to discipline him by playing him every snap the entire game on offense in a preseason game. You also had Homer Bailey pitching poorly, but... What was that pitch the other night? Like a fake pitch? Uh, that's called a balk. You, I know it was a balk, but how do you do that as a professional getting paid $20 million? Because he's Homer Bailey. Yeah. Um, and he's always a bum. Big Ben, same thing, you know, like I said, concussion. He's always a bum. An argument can be made for Ryan Madsen, since Joey's still injured um, by this accidental pitch. I don't know. I could have gone with any of those guys. I'm going with Bob Castellini as my bum of the week. What? Yes. Because what did Castellini do wrong? And, and in turn... The rest of the entire upper management, for that matter. How in the holy hell did we put this product out there this year? It's rebuilding here. We are... Were we? Because... I, I hate your update. Update your computer next time. I'll update it. We didn't sign any free agents of any... I mean, of any worth, really. We added... a. A handful of guys. I think Kevin Quackenbush, um, David Hernandez. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I actually had the list of free agents that we picked up. Um, Jared Hughes, Cliff Pennington, Giovanni Gallardo. Yeah. Um, ben Revere, Drew Storen, Scott Feldman. Vance Worley, Vin Mazzaro. Is that on him, though? Yes! You are the owner! And you hired the people who are picking up the free agents. Okay. Basically, all I'm saying is, there's a reason we're bad, and it's on the owner. It's on the ownership, because you're putting these people in charge. And with all that said, I mean, nobody actually thought that we were going to be in contention this year, did we? No. No. Be better, Bob. Be better. I put on Dick Williams, but that's fine. Also cut Homer. Yes. If we can. I don't think we can. You can. You just tell him good to go home. I Go home. Er. It's a lot of money. Go home. Er. It's a lot of money. Take your arrow tattoo. What if you just had Christian Bale sit in the dugout? What? They look the same. I mean, a little bit. No, a lot of it. Google. Oh, okay. Google now, Christian Bale, Homer Bailey. All right, all right. They look the same. Sorry, I was thinking Christian Bale from the um, Mickey Matt Ward Har- movie. Matt Harvey for 2019. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. 
Um, All right. I'm saying, obviously. I'm just, I really wish that it was August and we had baseball worth watching. Yeah, me too. We have it on because it's on. Yeah. And we were winning until we turned it on because we have a podcast about <laughs> We had to do this. Anyway, we were, we made, we were made too. What's in Ed's fridge? A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. I can't wait till the fridge moves from that spot. You need a bottle opener or you got that bullet? Do I set that bullet down here? It should be... I think it's... Yeah. Sweet bottle opener. Alright. I have Braxton's summer trip. There's still some weeks left in the summer before we move on to pumpkin beers and things of that nature. Darts, oh, all that stuff. Beer. Can't wait for pumpkin. Um, in any case, this one says, let loose in summer trip. Live one to life. Uh, passion fruit beer liner. That's on the nose. Vice style ale with natural flavors added. Vice. Um, 4.2% for IBU. It's a vice beer. Vice. Which I believe is a wheat beer. Vice. I have the Mount Carmel Brewing Company. Nut brown ale. Some mahogany in color. It's probably and a better name than brown nut ale. That's true. With hints of maple, followed by roasted hazelnut, uh, balancing a clean, multi finish. And this is. I'm not sure we've not done summer trip before. I've had summer trip before. It's very good. It is very good. I summer. I think summer trip was out during my birthday when I was when we went to Braxton. Speaking of Braxton. Um, Cincy Shirts has a podcast yeah. and they interviewed the head marketer marketer for Braxton yeah. interesting podcast hmm. learned a lot about beer so apparently Ed wants to listen to that they're completely different from ours hmm. okay alright then let's try this Nut Brown Ale that's pretty good Ooh, yeah, there's the hazelnut. Yeah, this is pretty good. Although I feel like this is a fall beer. Percentage? Anything? I Listen, can't find anywhere. it. It's written on here somewhere. Alright. Well, thanks for your interaction tonight, those of you who did. Hopefully we hear some more from you this week. Um, we haven't had a whole lot of luck with any of the retweets, rehashes. For oh no, Joe Segbers um, did two posts on Facebook this week with PTP t-shirt. Two? Yeah. Didn't we want to... I think so. We're still working on it. We still got to... I still got to redesign or like make a design of the logo. I was going to say maybe make a t-shirt and then have people retweet that along with the podcast or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, you know. We'll figure it out. In any case, be looking for some stuff from us this week. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Pardon the Punctuation, on Twitter at PTP Podcast Cincy on Instagram pardon underscore the underscore punctuation phone number 513-818-2077 you can call us and leave us a message with your questions comments feedback and hot takes check us out at www.pardonpunctuation.wix.com forward slash blog also send in whatever you got if you wanted to be a part of our team to pardon the punctuation at gmail.com Ed, you got anything else? That's all I got. All right. Have a great week. 
For Ed, I'm Aaron. We're out. Peace.